1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Badlands Podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly a member of the Chair Shop Media Group. I am Mags, and with me, as always, well, not as always, but certainly has, has had a good <laughs> run of form, uh, is uh, my podcast wife, Mr. Paul Tolley. Paul, how are you today?
2: Um, I'm feeling good. Cheers, yeah. Nights are drawing in, aren't
1: they? It's going yeah. dark at like five o'clock. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. You yeah. get surprised by it every year. Yeah, having to put my recycling bins out in the pitch black.
2: Someone, um, someone fly-tipped into my bin today. I was furious. What, put their rubbish in? Yeah.
1: Well, Not even I'd, in a black bag. I regularly do that with the recycling to neighbours. Bastard, you probably did it to me. Oh, yeah. it was, that was well worth the, the 250 mile journey.
2: Broke your tier three lockdown rules just to uh, piss me off today.
1: I'm all right. how are you? Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sound it, you sound, sound unliving about your bin being abused. <laughs> I am, I'm really, really good, I'm uh, excited to... to This topic, it seems like ages since we've spoke about uh, a New Japan-centric topic with us being huge fans. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I think we've got the perfect guest for a New Japan topic. He's uh, he's certainly one of the most knowledgeable uh, New Japan fans on on my wrestling Twitter. And he's a jolly good bloke as well. He's someone who I uh, record a podcast with on the regular. He's absolutely a star and he also can dance. Did you know that this guy can dance? Of course, of course, I know he can dance. He, but I mean, really, really dance. I'm sure we can link his video where he does a an amazing uh, rendition of uh, some Joshy wrestling dancing. It's uh it's chop kicks and near falls very on, Mister Conrad Newton.
3: Conrad, how are you, sir? Hello, I am good. I'm excited, and that was quite the introduction. So, thank you. I'm uh, excited finally kind of be on the show after kind of wanting to be on the ship for ages and um but yeah this is i'm really looking forward to this
1: yeah we're we're looking forward to it as well so uh yeah I, I just mentioned uh about uh chops kicks and nipples so just uh tell us a little bit about that uh in case any kind of uh people on badlands have, have not heard of it what's uh what's the
3: idea behind chops kicks and nipples <laughs> So basically, um, Niffles kind of like started out as kind of like a website and it was, I'm not going to lie, kind of looking back, it was kind of born out of kind of wanting to compete with other sites that kind of, um, that kind of like started up around that time. Um, and it was kind of, um, we wanted to kind of like showcase some of like the kind of lesser known promotions. Cause like a lot of us that kind of write for this site kind of, we realized that a lot of kind of the bigger outlets are more focused on like say WWE or AEW or New Japan. So we thought, well, we're gonna do this, but we're also gonna kind of do kind of like uh Pro Wrestling Noah or Japan and kind of um some uh British wrestling kind of bring new eyes to kind of products that people not might not be aware about. So um and we're kind of trying to do the same with um with their podcasting um with the Dragon Suplex Network which is uh kind of still finding its feet but we've got some really talented people with there but um just kind of like showcasing, kind of like cool wrestling to people that might not know um, that cool wrestling, or well, with like the usual stuff that you'd expect from a wrestling website. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty much it.
1: So pretty much uh, uh, an alternative to those uh, men men uh, wrestling sweaty marks, I suppose. You're the hipsters. Yeah. <laughs>
3: We we are histers as well. So,
1: <laughs> no, it's 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 outstanding work that you you do over there. You've uh you've really hit the ground running, and yeah, it's it, it's. I, I love the positivity about it, me. Uh, the fact that you you don't focus on a lot of the the negative stories that happen in in wrestling, and, and there is a lot of it. You you guys are really out there to to push these uh these lesser known companies, and yeah, I found that really kind of heartwarming. Thank you.
2: It's it's a brilliant website, and uh, I think you I think you've already kind of found your own voice in there, in 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 what's quite a crowded market. And I I love reading reading the articles on there, and any anywhere that carries more pro wrestling, no news the better.
3: So one of the, one of the companies that I've kind of discovered this year, and I know like the two guys at the minute that we have right, and are really cool to kind of speak to about it, and just so much fun working as part of it.
2: Yeah, they're so knowledgeable. I mean, everyone you've got on there, including yourself, so knowledgeable and kind of really opens up, particularly with it, because you know you have got more of a focus on the Japanese side. You really open up kind of the history and the, the rich stories that exist there. Because you know, when you get into the when you get into the um, the smaller company or the, the companies that aren't New Japan, if you like, uh, it's very it can be a bit impenetrable to to find out about the backstories and what's going on and stuff. So you really you you do you do open a door to that so i think it's great
1: yeah same I, i've got exactly the same opinion uh, uh as someone who's relatively new to the japanese scene uh only over the last last say four or five years there's a lot of uh a lot of stuff that i just have no clue about and and uh with the the guys that you've got involved over on, on uh chops in naples uh people like um alex uh just so much knowledge and yeah it's a, it, it's it's an easy way to to get into wrestling that you may not have uh, may not have seen before. So yeah, so it's a cool website. Congratulations. Thank you. Now we've uh, buttered you up. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, rip, let's rip the piss out of your your picks. This is your first time on Badlands, uh, as we said. So what uh, we like to do here is uh, get your greatest wrestlers of all time, um, so we can add them to our. Our collated Mount Rushmore, something that we've actually not added to for quite a few weeks now because we've been having a lot of uh, recurring guests. But yeah, who who are the four wrestlers that make your Mount Rushmore open? Why why each one uh, made the cut?
2: I didn't actually have the spreadsheet open because I'm so used to not opening it up. So uh, (laughs) it's it's fine. We're good to go
3: okay um okay so my first pick um was kind of like I've got I had two picks that were kind of locked in 100 um and two picks were kind of like on the fence and I only really decided on them about an hour ago um <laughs> but yeah my first pick is um Hiroshi tanahashi um like I don't really know kind of like where to begin I think that he's kind of um there's not much to be said about him that hasn't already been said in one way or another like he like obviously he saved New Japan but um like From that kind of like dark period, um, but I feel that kind of a lot of people kind of prefer Okada, and that's perfectly fine because Okada is absolutely stellar. Um, and um, I'll be honest, Tanahashi kind of went like under the radar for me when I first started watching New Japan in like 2017, 18, I think. Um, so by that point, he obviously passed on the torch to um, to Okada, but like going back, and he's just he's such a good storyteller, um, like he gets me so kind of like emotionally invested in everything that he does. Um, He can play like the face and the heel. Um, He he can get a good match out of the majority of the roster. Um, I think even like Bullet Club Evil, he he had like a decent match, um, which is like no easy feat, I guess. Um, (laughs) I think he's um, in the conversation for like probably one of the best baby faces of all time as well. Like just because uh, he's just the best, like, Probably my all-time favorite wrestler.
1: Yeah, and when uh, when I first kind of heard of uh, Tanahashi and started watching him, I thought the uh, the kind of comparisons of him being the the new Japan Cena were they felt laser. But when you when you see what he's actually done and the fact he carried the company on his back, the, he, he, it's the perfect way to describe him. He he mm-hmm. he is their their version of John Cena, and he 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 did what John Cena did. He passed it on to the ne- the next generation uh, in in the likes of Akbar a and Nato. So yeah, it's a it's a great pick, and it's it's we don't get a lot of love for him uh, on on uh, on Badlands. So it's cool that he's uh, he's been brought up.
2: Yeah, great pick. That's, that's, that's his third pick. And uh, funnily enough, it puts him in with, uh, with, with, with a load of other kind of New Japan talent in, in uh, Will Ospreay, Okada, and Brock Lesnar, all, all with three. Wow.
1: So he's, a, he's, like,
2: he's, a, he's, only, he's one of the few wrestlers to, uh, to have made me cry, is Hiroshi Tanahashi. And that was when, mm. um, you remember when Suzuki Wait. put him in the, uh, was it was it a leg lock or a knee lock. I just wouldn't let go. I just wouldn't let go. And I just find it really disturbing.
1: (laughs) And it it moved me. I thought you were going to say he made you cry by putting uh, his rubbish in your bin. Maybe he did. (laughs) (laughs) He seems
2: seems the sort. (laughs) All nice as pie on camera, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a a great first pick. Uh, Who are you going to follow him up with?
3: um this is like my other kind of definitely locked in pick um and that is daniel Bryan, brian danielson um and i kind of get why some people kind of like might kind of like i don't want to say overlook him but kind of like in favor of guys like aj styles who have kind of like always been in that conversation for like best wrestler of this generation um and brian's kind of just been like in the middle of the pack and he's never like obviously he's kind of um in like the last year or so it's really kind of risen into terms of um how like um like popular he is and kind of like when he returned from his injury and stuff and he did the really good heel run with the WWE title. Um but then just like um obviously he transcended wrestling I'd say in 2013 and 2014 with like the yes movement and stuff and that got like super over um and that was really really cool to see and um in terms of like his in-ring stuff as well um like Cena Punk um brock lesnar last year um aj styles kofi kingston and like even like ring of honor as well like that's before we even look at that and that's kind of like um some of my favorite matches ever like including my favorite match ever was um in ring of honor uh, danielson versus marashima the first one um yeah he's just he's so versatile um i feel that he's very selfless as well he kind of makes everybody else around him look really good um and he's just kind of he's just really likeable as well like i think um kinda like he just he likes vegetables and the environment like he just seems like one of like one of us and you can really get behind him, which is like something that not many wrestlers can do these days, I think.
1: Yeah. And and I think his popularity uh, ex- it exploded when he was able to come back, especially after all the effort that he put in uh, and kind of like getting uh, the, the 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 doctors to clear him and and really kind of almost fighting against WWE to be able to mm. to come back. It just added to that kind of a uh, everyman uh, quality that he's got.
2: Yeah, that Daniel Bryan could do anything. I genuinely believe he could do anything. Except maybe like flip an ambulance or something like that. Like they... on, on <laughs> knit,
1: I don't think he can knit.
2: Knit, yeah, no. There's not much call for knitting
3: in in WWE,
2: though, is
1: there?
3: you He wore those really. Yeah, really comfortable cardigans last year when he yeah. when he was champion. So it Perhaps wouldn't surprise
1: he me if knit he knitted yeah. them. You take it back. Yeah, I, I apologize, Daniel. You are you you are a, a top class knitter. <laughs> Second <laughs> but... vote for
2: Daniel Bryan. Only, only second vote. That's, uh, yeah. That's I was,
1: disgusting. Uh, I was listening to uh, one of Conrad uh, Thompson's uh, many, many podcasts. Uh, I think it was, like, this week. And he mentioned about Daniel Bryan never getting uh, brought up in the conversation for for, for Mount Rushmore. Because obviously, you have the the obvious ones, Flair's, Hogan's, Austin's, Rock's. And uh, he really argued a case of that Daniel Bryan should be in that mix and is is not wrong. He actually really, really should be because... He could fit in any year of wrestling and, and be an absolute superstar. Definitely. So it's a great second pick. So who uh who are the,
3: the, the final two? Um okay, so my third pick is uh Chris Jericho. Um as much as kind of like I'm not a fan of his kind of personal views, like especially like this last year and it's kind of really made me like as a person I really kind of he seems a bit of a douche, but I think as a wrestler, like there's not many that come close to him. Um, he's kind of one of those ones that's kind of managed to, to stay relevant for like 30 years in wrestling. It's like such an incredible thing to do. Um, and the fact that he's kind of still kind of putting people over, like now with them, um, like Sammy Guevara and he put Kenny over and um, and Naito in New Japan. And like, um, he's done really good, like MJF now. And it's, um, but yeah, like he's just always been good. Like his match with them as much as we, a lot of people kind of like, don't like to mention it because he's got Chris Belmar in, but the, um, the match with Chris Belmar at the 2001 Royal Rumble, the, um, the ladder match is probably one of, if not my favorite ladder match. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just really good. And um, the, the matches with uh, Shawn Michaels and CM Punk and, um, and like, even like the comedy stuff he's done now in AEW. It's all been really, really good. And, um, he went from a bland baby facing WCW to like such a cocky kind of heel that you could really kind of invest in, I guess. And to um the fact that he made it work from like the, the start in WBF with like the um like interrupting the rock of all people, like very much a sink or swim um thing and he he really kind of took the ball and ran with it. So yeah, thirty years and yeah, I d I don't think um I think you'd be lying if you don't think um Chris Jericho is at least kind of like in like the slightest bit um, of the conversation for greatest of all time
1: yeah you'll hear no argument from me about that uh i personally think he's the number one guy uh just for the the amount of times he's reinvented his character mm-hmm. uh the every kind of um area of entertainment he goes into he makes a massive success of he's just a multi-talented guy yeah i know i agree with you that he's a some of his uh uh, politics and his uh, his man sets have have really surprised me over the last year or so. Uh, but uh, compartmentalising that away from his wrestling, uh, yeah, he's is is always going to be my goal. I think
2: he hasn't had a vote for ages. He has been in contention the whole time, but not had a vote for ages and lost ground to two other politically dubious men: Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker. But maybe, <laughs> maybe this is the start. Maybe he's going to start catching that fourth place again.
1: Is is Taker politically dubious?
2: Well, it, it said so in the Five Nerds chat. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. <laughs>
1: that is <that's laughs> definitely, definitely not canon.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the title of the group chat may as well be allegedly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's a, a great uh, third pick. So, who's uh, who's got that final spot?
3: Oh, this is kind of. I can see it being one that's like. Not many people, if anybody, is kind of picked, and that is Samoa Joe. Um, I feel that kind of Joe's kind of overlooked, like not overlooked for like being a wrestler because like we all know we can wrestle, but um, I feel his kind of promo work, it, he's kind of like really kind of favoritized by people in a way instead of like looking at his in ring ability because, um, especially like these last five years since like coming up to the like the WWE main roster, he's kind of um, kind of done like more. Noteworthy stuff with promos and his in ring stuff's kind of really taken a hit, and that's in part not his fault because of injuries and stuff. But um, I feel that like, his stuff in the 2000s, um, Ring of Honor with uh, um, Kenta, both Kabashi and actual like New Japan, now Kenta, was um, great. Uh, Brian Danielson, um, Necro Butcher, not not in Ring of Honor, but still, um, and even like TNA with uh, his stuff with Kurt Angle, AJ Styles. Um, and even, like, towards the end of that run with, like, the beatdown clan and, um, like, being part of the main event, Matthew was good. So um, I feel it's kind of just, like, one of those underlooked ones where, like, his body of work is more than kind of deserving of a spot in that kind of conversation. He's just really good.
1: Yeah, I believe that may be a, a
2: debutant pick. No, he's had a pick. He's had one pick. Must have been way back in the oh. annals. But, um, yeah, he's had a, he's had one.
1: Wow. And it's it is a great pick. Uh, he's someone who, who who I always kind of overlook. And maybe it's because his uh his WWE like tenure has kind of sullied uh his uh his wrestling and also he has been so injury prone and he's he's had such a bad time with injuries, uh that, that maybe that's why his his promo work has sh- has shone through a lot more, uh, especially all the, the Wendy uh, stuff with AJ Styles but <laughs> But yeah, a, you you look at him and he does not look like a typical wrestler at all. He looks he looks slovenly. I mean, uh, everyone remembers the the um Scott Starner promos where he's calling him a farce and stuff like that, but the guy reminds me of Keith Lee with how how agile he is and how much he can move. Yeah, it's a he's a great pick. I I love that pick. He's a good pick.
2: I was, Devil's advocate, has he won enough gold to be to be in the uh, to be in the mix of greatest ever? Or does that not matter?
1: Hmm. I mean, it it matters in in terms of that you you're getting justification for for being up there. Uh, but he's he's won quite a few titles. I mean, he's won titles all over TNA and he's won titles in uh, Ring of Honor. He hasn't won major titles in WWE, and that will be a sticking point for a lot of people.
3: Yeah, he yeah. won um, three US titles, um, two two NXTs. Um, no, sorry, two US, two NXTs, and then um, he held everything in TNA, um, everything in Run of Honor, apart from the tag titles, um, and the GHC tag team titles with uh, Magnus, which is surprising.
2: That's quite a lot of gold, to be
1: fair. <laughs> <laughs> I retract. <laughs> but they're four great picks. Uh, has that made any kind of a dent on the the current Mount Rushmore pole?
2: No, no. So we've still got our, our, our core four of uh, Ric Flair, The Rock, Stone Cold, and uh, currently Hulk Hogan. But as I said, Jericho, It's brought Jericho one closer to, to the Hulkster. He's, he's um, now, he's
1: four behind him. Wow, he has dropped off.
2: Really uh, dropped. I mean, he was in the top four f- constantly for well, the first at least the first months. year of this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um and obviously that won't affect the the, the story of twenty twenty with uh with Michaels versus uh Bret Hart.
2: No, no, Michael's still got still got the the, the one one vote edge on on Bret Hart at the moment. <laughs>
1: So, guys, let's uh, let's get into this main topic. Uh, with uh, Conrad being kind of a, a new Japan and, and Japanese wrestling uh, centric fan, and and us two absolutely loving everything that that New Japan does, and and you being kind of that a very new uh, Noah fan, you've really got into Noah over the last few uh, weeks and months. Uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to have a a, a topic of the current New Japan stars that. That should have a run with the with the RWGP Heavyweight Title, so that's pretty much any wrestler on the on the New Japan roster that you think could uh, could be the the face of the company who could uh, be the the top dog in New Japan. So, comrade, let's go to you first for your first pick.
3: Oh, okay. So, um, my first pick is uh, Zach Sabre Junior. Um, oh, I thought oh needed... you naughty little
1: Jeffries my first pick
2: as well he's my first pick as well,
1: <laughs> um... pick as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they do indeed um, but yeah I think it's kind of it's been difficult recently to kind of accept that ZSJ kind of might not ever hold that belt um, I think with like the recent kind of turn from Will Offspray and him getting his own faction and stuff he kind of he that kind of screamed out to me that Will's going to be there kind of pet project like for like the um the expansion into kind of like the west um so to speak um i feel that even though he's kind of like a great wrestler and probably the best promo in new japan like in terms of the backstage comments i don't think there's many that kind of come close to him um but um yeah i think he, he he's got all the tools to kind of be the face of a company i think he kind of proved that like even with like the rev pro title he kind of really elevated that um and I think if he was to kind of get back to like 2018 levels where he was kind of like new Japan cup winner and really good performance in the G1 and stuff, then I think um, he could, but I feel at the minute, like the investment, like the bookings kind of um, been put back into like the tag division, which is fine, but it's kind of been a bit dead. Um, so like that could hinder him, but I think he's still got a bit of time to kind of like break out, but I think at the minute he's probably not going to hold it. But I'd really like to see him. Kind of, because he's got he's got all the tools to be top dog.
1: Yeah, I agree. And like like me and Paul have both said that he was our first pick. Uh, I'll let you uh, deep dive into him. Then Paul, soon as it's uh, your turn to go first on our, uh, no, my turn to go first? Um, is it?
2: Yes, I'll take I'll take. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with Conrad and yourself. I'll, um, I, think, I think it's got to be Zach. I, I think he's I think he's like a totally unique fret. In New mm-hmm. Japan, I guess similarities a bit to Suzuki, but not quite. I don't think anyone's like the technical wrestling threat that, that Zach is. And I, I think they, they could really play on that really well. And they did, in fact, in the, when he won the New Japan Cup. I think, if I remember rightly, he won with four different submission holds in that, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. tournament. And he it was,
1: it was only the second ever Gajin wrestler to, to win it as well.
2: Yeah. So I I think that could have been a really good moment to to have him win it but then it would have taken away the kind of the historic Okada reign so I understand why why that didn't happen but he did look he he did look imperious then um yeah like, like I said he is a unique threat in in the world of wrestling he's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world up there with Daniel Bryan um a comparison to Daniel Bryan he's one wrestling observer best technical wrestler 6 years in a row between 2014 and 2019 and kind of for us uh, he obviously holds a special place in our heart because he's he's pretty much the like the epitome of that crossover between japanese and british wrestling that, that's that's always existed there's there's always been similarities between the styles and he's kind of um will osprey is not that style so i um i, I understand where comrade's coming from i think they are gonna um kind of strap the rocket to osprey if you like um Rather than Zack Saber, um, but I think Zack Saber is the one who 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 is that is that um, shared style. Um, but you know, he's, he's still he's still relatively young. He's he's only thirty three, um, so there's plenty of time to get up there and 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 become champion. So don't, I don't completely write it off. And um, no, it's a great pick. Yeah, and the amazing thing about him is when when he went on that run where he just. He basically just kept winning every tournament in in the world. So He won the Super Strong Style sixteen, then he won the uh, the sixteen Kara, and he won Bowler. Then he won New Japan Cup. He's a he's a good old tournament collector. So if he could change that into belt collecting, he, he could be the pride of Britain. Yet,
1: yeah, but he, he also was Zachary Belt. Yeah, yeah, he did have a lot of belts as well, didn't he? And I think he's uh, the the record holder for uh, the. Uh, Red pro british heavyweight champion i think he's uh his nearest competitor is uh 400 days away from him in in terms of total rain. so yeah he's 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 a, an outstanding pick and it's, it's clear why we all picked him he's he looks so unique as a wrestler for me he, he looks like he should be a, a half layer with his like kind of uh very thin frame and long kind of wiry limbs but is is. Without a doubt, one of the very best submission-based uh, wrestlers in in the world, and just watching him, it's it's jaw dropping how he can manipulate his opponent's body in in so many different ways. It's yeah, it's it's a, an easy first pick, and there's absolutely no way that uh, I could veto Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> off that list.
2: He wasn't really my first pick. I just thought you showed such <laughs> enthusiasm, I'll get away without being vetoed, yeah?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are you you so political it's, it's <laughs> now, scary That's not true.
2: That's not true. He, he was my first pick.
3: So comrade, back to you for your second pick, sir. Ooh, okay. Um so my second pick was kind of he's my boy, so I can't really kind of not include him here. Um and that is uh, uh Hiroki Goto. Um I feel it's kind of he's kind of fallen victim to the side of like Gator booking that we don't really like to talk about and that is kind of some wrestlers are kind of stop it's start, start booking. Um, I think you kind of like you have a run of Goto for like a couple of months or like maybe like a G1 run where he kind of really looks like a threat to win the block yeah. and then um, by September sort of time and he's kind of, oh back down the card you go mate you probably end up on the NFL title match at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and he's just kind of he's, he's kind of like Mr. Consistency but he's kind of like um, and I think he's kind of got all the tools. He's got like the look, and he can kind of—he's—he's um, he's pretty versatile. He can do um, like it's always fun with like Naito and um, and obviously Ishii and um, Ibushi, and he's always kind of having good matches with those guys as well. So I think if they were to the kind of—I feel the kind of ship sailed with Goto. Now he's like forty, forty-three, and so I think that um, kind of his position at the minute is not like. Um, the like of Tanahashi is still quite believable to kind of hold that belt one more time but um, it's a shame that he won't but I think it'd be cool if he did um, kind of provide a breath of fresh air but I think he'll kind of remain like the biggest missed opportunity that New Japan have had Um, especially with like he won the G1 in his first attempt and lost and like he's just lost every single title match um, like for the big belt which is kind of and that'll kind of be how we look back on his career in, say, like 10, 15 years' time.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a great pick. It's not one that I had on my list. Uh, but, yeah, he's you're right. He's, he's just seems to be stuck in that kind of never-slash-maybe-intercontinental-tile uh, uh, picture. But, yeah, he, the guy can have a, a great wrestling match with absolutely anyone. And, like I said, he, he can look legitimately a threat. Uh, no matter when you put him in, I mean, when uh, when Kenny Omega won the the G one and he was going up against Goto, everybody had Kenny Pinders, as the winner. It was almost tacked on, but Goto give you that kind of a uh, that doubt that like, is it is Goto going to pull this off? And he, 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 it 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 would have looked absolutely legitimate if he did. So yeah, it's a, it's an absolutely great pick. And, Yeah, it's a shame that that we've had these eras in New Japan where Tanahashi was so dominant. And then now obviously Okada has been so dominant. And now we're getting Nato as the, the most popular wrestler in Japan, that some of these amazing wrestlers are just not going to reach that peak.
2: Yeah. I, I had him on my, I had him on my short list. Um, Goto. He falls, we had a discussion a few weeks back about how Okada is the worst stable leader <laughs> because, because and Goto fits into this as well, as well as, uh, as, well as Ishii um, and, and obviously we've seen Osprey's broke, broken free now. But every other stable allows their lower talent to challenge for the world title and the intercontinental title. But no one from Chaos ever does, not, re- not, not in recent kind of history. And I think we might see a kind of storyline where every- everyone's going to start re- revolting against Okada. Because he keeps everyone down at that never level. Whereas like you look at LIJ, Hiromu, Evil, Sonada all had title shots, Bullet Club, everyone gets a go. And uh and <laughs> Suzuki kun not 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 so much, but that's my that's my theory. And Goto's Goto's been there,
1: uh, been a part of that. It's a great theory. It absolutely makes sense.
0: Say goodbye
1: Um, so let's go for for my first pick. Our our second overall, and there's there's something that that Conrad said in um, in his uh, his spiel about Goto that I have took a little bit of offence to, and it's the fact he called him Mister Consistency. Now, for me, there is only one person who is is Mister Consistency for New Japan, and that's uh, that's going to be my first pick, Big Tommy Ishii. Um, yeah, he's been wrestling since the mid '90s. I think he made his wrestling debut in uh, 1996 when he uh, fought for uh, Tenryu's War promotion. But then when that closed, he uh, he freelanced uh, around Japan. Uh, had had short uh, stints in New Japan in 2004 and 2005, but he actually became a regular in 2006 when he uh, he formed a tag team with a. Uh, the best uh the king of progress and the uh the partnership ended up joining gbh uh which was headed up by um, uh tenzan and Maccabe. and he was uh Ishii was classed as one of the the kind of lower ranked uh members of uh of uh, ghb until he uh he took part in a coup with uh with yano Gedo... Giant Bernard, uh, Jardo, uh, Izuka, and uh, Carl Anderson, they all turned on Macabe and Honman and uh, joined Chaos, uh, which uh, was just being formed under Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, and in the early days of Chaos, again, he was, he was the undercard guy. He's, uh, he had a big rivalry with uh, Tiger Mask, but it would be a, a full eight years of working for New Japan uh, before Ishii would get uh, a title shot. And he, his first title shot was against uh Conrad's pick Hiroki Goto for uh the RC title, but he uh, he lost. Uh but this match kind of like was the start of his his uh, stock rising for for New Japan. Uh he he then quickly had his first uh, G1. Uh, uh that was in 2013. And he picked up wins against uh Tanahashi, uh Shibata and against Goto. Uh he would then win his first uh, first title, the never Belt, uh when he beat Nato at uh, New Beginning 2014, and he'd then be a, a fixture of, uh, of that never-seen for, well, up till now, because he's, he's still pretty much a, uh, a deep fixture in there. He's uh, actually the joint record holder for the for the never-tile with Hiroki Goto. He's like those two are uh, inextricably linked, uh, so they've both held that belt five times. But he's also... Uh, become very popular uh, on his travels in, in uh, 2016 as part of the, the relationship with uh, with Ring of Honor. Ishii actually won the Ring of Honor TV title when he beat Roddy Strong, uh, a belt that he'd held for about three months. And then at Wrestle Kingdom 11, he he and Yano won the, the RWGP tag titles from uh, Guerrillas of Destiny, who uh, lose the the belts pretty much every year at, at Wrestle Kingdom without fail. And... Um, and then later in that year, the, he entered the, the G1 Special USA uh, tournament uh, where he, he lost Kenny Omega in, uh, in crowning the first Adderry uh, GP US title. Uh, 2018 would see is probably his most successful year when he won the uh, the six men uh, titles with uh, Yano and Trent Beretta, And then he was also the Rev Pro champion for a while when he beat uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, 2019, he went back into the, the Never division, when he beat Tachi for the belt uh before he dropped it to Kenta. Uh and then this year he he, he re-entered the Never Six Men's when he and uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto yet again uh won those vacant uh vacant tiles. Um the 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 Shabata match that he had in his first G1 was actually his first ever uh five star rating from uh from Dave Meltzer. Uh, a rating that he's actually got five more times, so he's got six six five-star matches and he's got two five-and-a-half-star matches uh, the match against Omega and one against Shingo, and he's actually got 113 four-to-four-and-three-quarter star matches, uh, which clearly shows he's one of the most consistent wrestlers in the world. If you watch any kind of New Japan tournament, you're generally going to see Ishii is, is the star of that tournament because he just puts on quality matches with absolutely anyone. I mean, look at uh, this year's um, uh, New Japan Cup when he was having great matches with El Desperado and, and Hiromu. Just the guy is so so, so good of a, of a wrestler and it's, it's just a shame that he's been around in this this era that he'll never be the, the top dog in New Japan. So yeah, my first pick is uh, Big Tommy Ishii. It's a great, great pick, strong pick. Uh, is it yeah. Uh, has he ever had a world title shot? Uh, I think he's had two world title shots. Yes. Okay. When, when I was doing my research there, on him, I couldn't yeah.
2: find, I couldn't find any title shots.
3: Sorry, Comrade. Uh, yeah. I think he wrestled, Um, I think he wrestled Kenny when he beat, him, yeah. when he beat Kenny in the G1. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. No, I remember. Yeah. Um. So why, why do you think, why, why do you think he's never, he's never gone, gone to the top? It, my, my theory is is because is he's not he's not new, new japan dojo born i know others yeah. others haven't been and, and have gone to the top but they've been they've been they've been more likely to be uh kind of gaijin champions haven't they uh, do you think there's any, any other reason why
1: he's, he's I, not got there i think it's sad i think it's because he's not six foot I mean, he, he 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 straddles the line of being a, a junior. To be fair, I mean, he could easily cut the weight down and be, enter the junior uh, division. Uh, but yeah, I think the size, uh, probably character wise is not the most kind of uh, exuberant uh, character. You don't really hear a lot of uh, like really kind of passionate promos from him. So. Uh, maybe he's, he's not got all the facets that you need to to kind of be the, the top dog, but if you look at just technical skill, he's among the very best in the, in the company.
3: I think as well, um, his age, the fact that he kind of, that match against Shibata in like 2013, he was 37 when he had that match. So I feel that kind of they were focusing on that kind of next generation of kind of talent, and I feel that was kind of very much... Kind of like a late bloomer in terms of like his match quality, and I thought that was kind of really a hindering factor for him.
2: Yeah, it's a really good point, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, great point. And obviously, you know, Okada's a bastard leader as uh, as leader. <laughs> <of Chaos>. Keep, <laughs>
1: keeps them all down. Yep. keeps them all <laughs> as 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 uh, as uh, face. Uh, Will Will Osprey has proved that that uh, that uh, Okada is is someone who keeps his group down. It's all gonna happen. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Will the wet wipe? <laughs> <laughs> so does he? Is he staying our Matt Rushmore, Paul?
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. Because I, I can, I can see the reasons why he, why he's not got to the top, but he'd be, a, he'd be an amazing champion. And again, he's one of these, he's like, like, like Zach, who's immensely popular in Britain and in America.
1: Okay, so back to you, comrade, for for pick number three.
3: Okay so this was kind of a bit of a um mm. I was really kind of considering whether it would count or not but I've decided to it does. um and we that is Captain
1: Stick to the rules here. <laughs>
2: <But>. <laughs> I I was I was thinking of of bending them the same way but I I didn't.
3: So go on where, um, where, uh yeah, to um, so Michael Shibata, See because I feel that kind of he kind of got that kind of redemption arc and that was kind of finally over when he kind of won the New Japan Cup and um, obviously he feud with the New Japan dads for a while um, over the Never title and that was kind of like his first kind of um, the first belt that he kind of um, the first belt that he won in New Japan obviously um, he kind of proved himself to everybody and I feel that kind of injury kind of cut him short Um obviously injury kind of bit of an understatement, the dude almost died but um, I feel that kind of if he was to come back um, and if we believe Kenta uh, what he said at the start of the year kind of said he was waiting for him to return I think we were kind of knew that, that was Shibata um, I feel that if he was to come back um, I think he could Like, well I'm not sure if he could but I'd really like to see him kind of kind of like finish that kind of redemption um, and kind of raise that title even if it was just like a couple of months um, like heading into the dome or whatever and he kind of loses to like somebody else but um, it's just I feel there's kind of like still something there for him to do like a man who was promised the world walked away and kind of holding that title is kind of like the last thing that he needs to do to kind of um, kind of like get rid of all those kind of like past demons I guess
1: Yeah it's a great pick and do you think that um, if he didn't have the, the, the head injury do you think he would
3: have rose to the, the top and you think he would have been a world champion before now? I think he might have been. Um, I think it's kind of like one of those what ifs, um, as you say. is kind of. Um, I think there was a possibility that he could have beat Okada, um, or maybe kind of maybe the IC title. But I think with them, um, kind of like Kenny, kind of being on Okada's tail and stuff. And it, I think after the the first two in the draw, I think a lot of us kind of knew. Well, it's it's Kenny's belt to take, really. So I feel he kind of just like. Um, Kind of like a lot of talent in on the current roster um kind of like lost due to kind of like the timing and stuff. So uh, probably not, but it, it'd be cool to think about. And, and
1: with the kind of a uh, comebacks of, uh, of edge and, uh and Daniel Brown from, from career ending injuries, do you think there's a possibility that he,
3: he, he could make a comeback? I think that, yeah, there is. I think um the documentary, the, the little documentary, documentary series they did when the um the first started up and this is kind of um i think he said he was making like decent progress and there's stuff that he he can do now that he couldn't do before his injury so i think that's kind of a sign that he could and i think training with like the young lions and that all the time in the la kind of it can only be a good thing for him and obviously it kind of like te- just kind of teach him how to bump and stuff that can kind of be a sign that he could be back on the road to getting back into that ring
1: yeah, absolutely, and I think the way that, that Japanese wrestlers train is is way more hardcore than most WWE wrestling uh, period anyway, So it uh, could it could definitely uh, for me make a comeback and and maybe not reach the heights that he he could have possibly done uh, had he not had the injury, but certainly kind of a kind of give himself the the satisfaction that he that he he, he got back to wrestling.
2: Yeah, I mean he's done the he's 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 had the um he got beat up by kenta didn't he so i know it's not not quite the same as as wrestling uh, a half hour wrestling match but he has taken that step into the ring and taken a few a few bumps with kenta so that's got to be one step there hasn't it we we can hope as long as it's safe
1: absolutely yeah so it's a a great pick um tolly back to you for for our third pick sorry i didn't pass judgment yeah that, that was a brilliant pick like i said I, I i
2: did consider bending the rules myself to for the, for the for very same person
1: okay my next one
2: <laughs> when's this episode going out darren
1: oh jesus wept i think we've got about seven episodes in in the cam maybe
2: it's before january 4th then yeah
1: yeah <laughs> because you're going with Carter we're busy aren't
2: you of course,
1: I am. I'm going to put it out that the week after on purpose. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I, I mean, a, a present day, which is the 29th of October, by the way, to, to anyone listening, um, is has gotta be Kota Ibushi, and I, I, I don't think this is a lot. A lot of the people we brought up, I think, is a case of being overlooked in their career and not not seen to be. Um, that World Championship material, but I don't think this is the case of being overlooked. I think he's right on the precipice of of doing it and, and winning winning, winning the big one. Um, that, what can you say about Kotobushi? He's kind of so exciting to watch, absolutely fearless, um, sometimes so much that it's kind of hard to watch him, but <laughs> it's, good. it's good that he elicits that response from you, that you uh, always make sure you're paying attention. Um, and really is his development since uh since turning down the e and uh and signing full-time proper with new japan um has, has been a bit a bit of an emotional roller coaster really and just re- really fun to watch obviously we had the we had the the heartache of the uh kind of reunification of, of the golden lovers and then how that kind of fell away without any real any real resolve and i guess when we uh, probably never going to get an ending to that which is a shame um and uh and that kind of ended didn't it when uh he was he was knocked out by osprey at the the first match of um wrestle kingdom 13 and kenny kenny for some reason didn't come out didn't come out to to check on him or anything um so was kind of the, the end of that um it's been great to watch kind of his his struggle to kind of live up and surpass his god tanahashi but he's now kind of starting to do that and 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 that's been good it was a barbaric feud with naito that looks like he's going to con- con- continue at, at rest at the next wrestle kingdom um and he's just he's been right right there at the top for the for the last two years he just hasn't quite won the title yet you know g1 winner two years on a trot finalist three years on a trot which is uh, i believe that's, that's a record um only only wrestler to win the best of super juniors new japan cup and the g1 it, he's obviously won the intercontinental championship he's won both sets of tag titles never open weight he's been a junior heavyweight champion so he's, he's basically done it all apart from apart from this one last step um challenge for it a few times um against aj styles in 2015 obviously he was in that um slightly odd triple threat with omega and cody um in 2018 and of course okada last year at wrestle kingdom but it, it, it's inevitable He's, he will be IWGB, iwgb champion before long um but he qualifies right now so i'm gonna it forward
1: as as of (laughs) as of date of recording the 29th of of october he definitely does qualify and yeah and there's no way i'm gonna uh, be him because i think he could very well be the best wrestler in the world He's, he's definitely got everything that you need for the for the best he's so technically gifted he can he can uh you can fight many, many different styles with it, just puts on performance after performance that just knocks it out of the park. Um, and when we've we've spoke about the other the other picks, and you're kind of like guessing why they've never kind of made it to the top. I think with uh with Ibuji, it's it's simple. It's the fact that he just doesn't stick around for long term deals anywhere. So there's no way that uh, New Japan was going to ever put that big talent. on him. But the fact he signed a, a long term deal for the first time ever, I think his, his deal is that he he's uh, he signed a lifetime deal with New Japan. So, uh, yeah, it, it's very, very likely that come early next year, he will be a GP headweight champion. And, it's absolutely deserved because he's he's so so good
2: yeah he's got to win it in a lifetime right if he's gonna be there a lifetime he's bound to win (laughs) 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 i'm also forever personally indebted to uh to koto ibushi because he was the one who convinced uh convinced my girlfriend to to go to japan and watch wrestle kingdom not like personally he didn't ring her or anything yeah. <laughs> but it, it was seeing him. She kind of fell in love with him and wanted to go see him. And then Will Osprey knocked him out and that kind of soured the evening a bit for her.
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah. Same, it's the same with Mammy says she is not a wrestling fan at all. Uh but when uh whenever a boosh is on, uh she's always, Oh, that's uh Kenny Mega's best friend, isn't it? And I'm like, Yeah, it is. So that like, it's kind of like heartwarming that that she <laughs> knows. A little bit about about New Japan because of uh, because of me watching it. So yeah, it's a great pick,
2: <laughs> and that's why he can lead a company because he he is that he does have that watchability even for people who are perhaps not wrestling fans. He has that that wow factor that so
1: little people have. Um, what's worried is the guy's like forty year old and it looks it looks like he's carved out of granite. It's <laughs> it's scary. Is he forty? Yeah, I think so. He's like close to forty. Yeah. Or eight. Eight or something, I
2: think. I've
1: never even looked up his age. <laughs>
2: That's mad. Yeah. That's mad.
1: He's, he's been wrestling for like 16 years. Yeah. Madness. New Japan but has shot himself of in the foot
2: there because he's going to live forever. That lifetime contract is literally going to be 200 years' time.
1: Yeah, but then they may just hold off, like, just giving him his, like, his final days. <laughs> in, in like 22 31
2: it'll never happen he's indestructible
1: yeah well i don't i, I think he will if anyone's going to kill themselves in the ring it's probably a boucher potentially <laughs> but yeah it's a great pick so conrad let's go back to you sir uh round your mount rushmore off
3: oh so um I, I had so many names i could have kind of looked at this I kind of I looked at um Tai Chi just because he, he's really won me over this year Tai yeah, Chi. It's really, leave really it at that, just, that's
1: the end of it, that's
3: <laughs> pick. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fourth um, there? <laughs> <laughs> um I looked at uh Yoshi Hashi as well, he's kind of just he's been there he, he's just got Get a confused out. face, I think. Is that, I've been banned from Badlands now. I so...
1: am <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna just put a B when he said uh Yoshi-Hashi, then.
2: I can't take Yoshiashi seriously, not 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 because of his uh, unfortunate fall that ruined his big moment, but because he looks like my nan.
1: You're not oh my nan. A hard laugh. <laughs> 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 I I just I like how he just looks like shocked all the time, like yeah. he just face, like, how am I a wrestler? What am I doing here? Why am I getting paid?
2: <laughs> he's probably he's probably the uh, the inspiration behind the Festus character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, go on, We we went off on a tangent. Then, who is your pick?
3: Okay, so my pick is actually a uh, Sonada, handsome Sonada. Um, with Beautiful his, really, with his crappy tinfoil foil mask and his disco ball jacket, Because <laughs> just, just that mask. He looks like he got bored in lockdown. Just got a paper plate and covered it in tinfoil and thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I want to wear this to the ring now. The kids all love it. Like I'm just gonna be, I'm so marketable. But, He's the um...
1: shockmaster of New Japan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought that was Yoshihashi Yoshihashi fell over and not, like, that, that was just the big moment.
1: No, he's but, um, the Titus O'Neil of New Japan.
3: Oh. That's, see, that Titus is, like, a good dude, so, like, I think that's quite constant. Yeah, I, I think
1: Yoshi, actually meant
3: to be... I think he's
1: a, a, good, a good guy, but just... He's just boring. Just looks like dry, white toast. <laughs> With... <laughs> Just or a Weetabix, like eating a Weetabix with no milk. Just uh oh, just boring. Yeah, yeah. No, I I do enjoy him. I like he,
2: he often like he, he kind of he often gets a match and every now and then where he gets like a real fire inside him and you see it and he seems to just change as a wrestler. And uh I so I think he's got something about him. But anyway, we're talking about sonado, we went <laughs> <bit> back
1: to <laughs> before, the back to Joshi <laughs> But, um, <laughs> yeah, on, I think Sonata,
3: have <laughs> I, I, There's just something about Sonada that kind of like screams out like mega star. And he was kind of always out of the team with Evil. I think that he was always kind of the guy that's kind of like that we all kind of looked at and think, yeah, he's the guy. He said they went with bloody Evil with this bloody stupid interference and bad matches. And, um, you got Sonada who's just like, I think he's just kind of. The only thing holding him back is his kind of like his facial expressions. He's kind of just he kind of just looks kind of yeah, okay, this is fine. And like the thing that made the evil match on the, the last night at B block so big was because he, he kind of went like straight face to kind of like ever so slightly angry that he was wrestling like evil and, he, and everybody kinda of thought, oh this is this is really a big deal and actually he's he's angry about it. And, uh... yeah, he looked he looked put out,
1: perturbed. Yeah. He looked a little perturbed. <laughs> Myths, um, Myth yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but yeah, it's just he's kind of he's got a good look about him, um, minus the mask. Um, he's a sound wrestler. Um, he kind of he's got that main event experience. Obviously, they did they did Okada, uh, Sonata, about seventy times last year, um, and he, he kind of proved that he could hang with the vest and obviously beat Naito this year. And, um, and I'm kind of fearful that he's not going to get that title shot. Because evil's got the title shot, which is stupid, but um, yeah, that that's that's happening. So, um, but I think the main thing holding him back, um, I think we, we mentioned earlier, the fact that he's not New Japan dojo born, he's old Japan dojo born, and that's kind of um, I that's kind of going to be a hurdle for him to get over. But um, I think a survey showed that he he was like the third most popular wrestler in New Japan at the minute. So I think it'd be stupid if they didn't put it on him. He, he's a great wrestler he can sell he's got good moves um he's just total package and uh, that the visual when he wins main events the um the torch thing is really cool i'd like to see that kind of close out of tokyo
1: mm-hmm. i agree with you um and I, I the only reason i didn't pick him on my list is because i listened to uh keeping it strong style and and uh kinda of give a rundown of why they think he will he'll never be the guy and I, I kind of have to agree with him it's he he lacks the charisma or he, he he seems to lack the charisma. He just doesn't seem to get angry or or passionate enough that uh that, that he could be the, the the face of a company. Um now I'm I'm a, a massive, massive mark for Hamson Sonada. I think he's, he's is one of my favorite wrestlers, but he, I think he needs something. He needs, uh, maybe like a black like evil did, like a break away from, from LRJ he needs something to kind of light a fire under him for him to be passionate about wanting to, to like take that final step to being the world champion. Hopefully. I mean, he's, he's another relatively young guy in, in, in the terms of new Japan wrestling. So he's definitely times on his side, uh, but yeah, I'd like to see him do the breakaway uh from L R J and and push for for uh being a champion and show more kind of like spirit. And that I think that's why Evil got the, the nod over Sonada, because whilst Evil is nowhere near the wrestler that Sonata is, he is way more charismatic.
2: Yeah, I I I'd agree on that. Um But he he does seem to be immensely popular despite that despite not really having that charisma. I, I, I think he might, I think he might get there. I think he might, he might win the, win the big one. I hope so. That'd be good, good to see, but hopefully not against Okada, because if I never see a skull end into tombstone, into skull end, into tombstone, into skull end, into tombstone <laughs> ever again, I'll be a very happy man.
1: <laughs> it It just seems to me that is, is, constantly the bridesmaid every time you think it's sonado's Sonata's push someone else pops up and they're kind of like leapfrogging uh hopefully there'll be uh there'll be a period where he's the one who does the leapfrogging and, and becomes seven. even if he does it and it has an evil style run
3: where he only holds it for a, a couple of months i'd be happy at that yeah. i think he just kind of at the minute he's kind of just like happy to kind of like happy to be there and the fact that he kind of I think he kinda knows that like even though he's beaten Naito, he's kind of always going to play second fiddle to Naito because like Naito's way way more popular than like everybody else in the company. So mm-hmm. um and I think if he was to win it now, or like um God forbid if evil wins um a power struggle, which um obviously will be probably after or be before this comes out. Um but yeah, I think um he's kind of always gonna have that kind of big shoes to fill. Um, mm. it's always going to be like a question of it can he actually he's a good wrestler but can he kind of be that champion yeah
1: how old's Sonata uh,
3: he's 32 okay
1: so plenty of, plenty of time in uh in handsome Sonata yet.
2: yeah yeah that's loads of time isn't it
1: so is it, that's a a great way to round off your Matt Rushmore um uh, comrade let's see if I if I can get my last pick to stick uh beyond the uh the, the evil eyes of Mr. Paul Tully here. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Kenta. Uh, now Ooh. Kenta, is, yeah, he's a, a 20 year wrestling veteran, uh, recognized as, as one of the best wrestlers uh, in the world throughout his career. Uh, he was another one who started in, in all Japan. So maybe that, that could be a, a reason why he doesn't make that, that lead to uh, becoming the, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, but uh, he actually debuted against his uh, future ally and long-term uh, nemesis, uh, Marifuji But when uh, Masawa, the the president of All Japan, left to form Noah, uh, Kenta followed, and and he found loads and loads of success there, uh, where he, he was kind of the the focus of the the junior heavyweight uh, division uh, under the the learning tree of his uh, of his mentor, the original Kenta Kabashi uh, Kenta and Marafuji would win the, the first ever uh, GHC uh, Junior uh, Tag Titles uh, which they would hold for, for nearly two years um, and then uh, that's when Kenta would establish himself as, as a singles wrestler uh, he won the, the Junior Title uh, from Kanemaru uh, and then he also entered the heavyweight tag division with uh, with Shibata who, uh, who was mentioned earlier and their, their tag team The Takeover uh, so in these fourteen years in in Noah, he uh, he won ten tournaments. He was a three-time junior tag champion, three-time junior singles champion, one-time heavyweight tag champion, and uh, a one-time uh, GHC heavyweight champion. Uh, but in two thousand fourteen, he was given blessing from uh, from Noah uh, to fulfil one of uh one of his lifelong dreams, and that was to to get a tryout with uh with the WWE. So once he uh, once he was successful in that tryout, he uh, he was then known as Hideo Tame and had a run in NXT that was uh, hampered by injury. He had a, a, quite a few severe injuries. He had a shoulder injury uh, and then a neck injury. Uh, he ended up switching to uh, two or five live. Uh, and had feuds with uh, Tazawa and Kendrick and uh, Cedric Alexander. But uh, he got frustrated with his uh, with his lot in WWE and uh, asked for his release and was actually granted his release. Um, he said in an interview uh, after the fact that. Uh, his time in WWE was the most frustrated time of his of his life uh, in wrestling because he really wanted to be a success there. And it, it was his dream to be a WWE wrestler, uh, but unfortunately, injuries put an end to that. Uh, and in in kind of a move that is definitely um, different to how WWE usually treat uh, talent leaving the company, they actually did a a, a video where they chronicled his uh, his last days with the company and, and the amount of uh, wrestlers that uh, that showed up to to kind of uh, show how much of an influence that that. That Kenta had, had with them uh and the the stand innovation that he got from the backstage uh shows he's definitely not burnt those those WWE bridges if he ever wanted to return there. So in uh in June 2019, uh, Kenta popped back up in the wrestling world and he he was actually shocking the wrestling world when he didn't Returned to Noah because everybody was expecting that no was uh, was the start of resurgence. they had new management takeover and it was expected that that Kento would be the face of the company. But he uh he appeared at Dominion uh with uh with his former tag team partner Shibata and he announced his uh, his entry into uh the 2019 G one. But on the, the final night of that tournament he uh he joined Bullet Club when he uh he turned on his tag team partner Ishii and Yoshi Hashi, and then when Shibata rushed to the ring uh, to confront Kenta, uh, before getting beat down, um, yeah, Kenta turned on Shibata uh, and joined joined Bullet Club. He uh, would quickly win gold with uh, Bullet Club when uh, he beat Ishii for the NEVER Title at Royal Quest, a show that uh, Paul was uh, was lucky to see. Um, I think Conrad was here as well. We, we were at uh, Royal Quest. So when uh, when uh, Kenta beat Ishii for the Never Title, that was yes, yeah, uh, and he held that title to uh, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, where he dropped it to uh, the other perennial uh, never uh, champion Hiroki Goto, uh, but he uh, he made his, his big statement and kind of the reason why i uh, put him in in this uh in this pick for for being a future WWE GP champion when he uh he came out and he. Attacked Tetsuya Naito when uh, NATO was doing the roll call after his uh, after his double title victory for for both the R.C. and the world titles, uh, and the culmination of NATO's two year redemption arc, he he uh, became instantly the biggest heel in the company when he when he interrupted that, uh, and even though he lost the uh, the title match, it it kind of showed he was being pushed towards the top of the card. He won the, the the New Japan Cup uh, uh, USA tournament, which meant he gets a, a guaranteed shot at John Moxley with with that briefcase. But I think I'd like to see him kind of round off his career with a with at least one run with the with the big with the big belt and and be at least a one-time IWGP heavyweight champion. So yeah, my last pick is a uh, is Kenta.
3: Okay. A fair pick, yeah. Yeah, good shout.
1: Is it, as, is it staying, Paul?
2: As, as much as my kind of, my newfound love of pro wrestling Noah, I don't want to betray that. I'm um, going to have to veto it. Oh, veto it. I'll
1: let you. Yeah. You're so bad.
2: I'd, I'd I'd prefer him to go over and have a have a big match with um, Shizaki Go, really, for for that, for that big gold belt. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It, it, it is a good pick. Um And you mentioned Royal quest. He was amazing. at Royal quest. He was, uh, he, when he interrupted Naito, at Wrestle kingdom, that was awesome. What he did to Shibata was just absolutely shocking and, uh, really kind of emotive. It was brilliant,
1: but what I did to Shibata feels like what you're doing to me now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think, uh, he's a great heel.
2: Like, but I don't think he'll ever be the best heel in bullet club. Cause that's obviously evil. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to take him off, and I don't care how old this guy is. Minoru Suzuki could still lead a company without uh, a shadow of a doubt. I and am again, happy
1: with that pick. Yeah, it was go, one of my. It was one of my uh, alternates.
2: <laughs> I, going back to Royal Quest, we we saw it. If he'd if he'd if he'd have won the title there, there wouldn't have been a dissenting voice in the house. Um. So I, I still think, well, that was, only, was it only just over a year ago, wasn't it? So I, I think he could definitely um, become a IWGB champion and, and and lead the company. He's obviously a, an absolute bona fide legend of, of Japanese wrestling. Um, and, and despite kind of... Uh, being a bit of a journeyman and and not staying with New Japan, and he obviously went into his early forays into MMA style wrestling. He, he was actually uh, a New Japan dojo trained talent. Like I always assumed, like we've been saying throughout the show, that uh, that the reason he he had never won it is because he wasn't New Japan trained, but he was. Um, I I only found that out researching this. Um, and he debuted. He actually debuted for them against one of my personal favourites, <laughs> Takashi Izuka. Um, again, that's that's a lie. I I really dislike Takashi Izuka. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I, I think it's I, so. Given that, I, I think it's scarcely believable that he, that he's never been the IWGB champion. I think there's two perfect points where they could have done it. Like we said, Royal Quest. It would have been immensely popular. I think when when suzuki-kun first invaded and he fought okada at new beginning that would have been perfect for him to win it there again similar to what i said with zack saber i guess that would that, that that would have meant okada's reign would never have happened um so again see why why not but when they were that invading force again having come back again from pro wrestling noah were that, that that could have felt like a huge moment um again another one who's very very, very popular with Western fans, particularly in the UK. He's you know, he's always over here winning or competing for um for Rev Pro's British Championship. Uh he's he's won the other two big championships in in Japan. He's 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 been the AJPW triple crown champion. He's won Noah's G H C heavyweight title. So again, it's it's just the just the big one that's eluded him and it'd be, it'd be awesome moment if he if he could win it. Um I think if he doesn't, we're probably looking at—I I, think—probably looking at the best not to have won it, who had the opportunity to. And that was actually fighting in New Japan for a prolonged period. I, I think it'd be a travesty that that they that hadn't won that title, and he—and he's not going to. Let's face it, but I, I think—I think it'd be awesome if he did.
1: I mean this time last year I would have agreed with you that he, he may not do it because he had a, a very fractured uh, relationship with uh, with the top brass in, in New Japan where there were there were a lot of uh, rumors that he was he was looking to leave looking to up sticks and uh, there were also kind of the rumors that he would be the person who would front the 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 western expansion of new Japan kind of get him into the US uh and and out of uh, the Japanese uh uh area of new japan but i think with harold mage leaving uh and with a change at at the top uh maybe the potential is still there for for uh for murder grandpa to be the top dog and like i said he he would be he would be instantly legitimate as the champion there'd be nobody saying um no it it shouldn't happen you wouldn't he could lose every match in in a year and and then still be, look good as a as the world champion because he's just he's scary he, he, he's very very frightening as a wrestler. Uh, yeah, it's he, a great pick and it's a, a very worthy use of the beat. I will I will concede that point.
2: No, no, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to dislike it. That's how this works.
1: I, I do dislike <laughs> it. I wish, I wish you didn't use the veto. But if you were going to use it for anyone, uh, you had the perfect pick with uh, with Minoru Suzuki.
3: Oh, great, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I think with um, Suzuki as well, I think that they could. It would it, it make sense if he was to win it because um, if they wanted to say like pull the trigger on Zach, and you could have Suzuki win it in the summer. And you Could have Zach win the G1, and you could have like that kind of uh, Wrestle Kingdom, like the pattern of the torch. And you kind of Suzuki says, Well, if I lose here or whatever, I retire. And then Zach wins the belt, and he's got Suzuki Goon, and then it's Saber Goon, and then you've made a completely new style that's marketable everywhere in ZSJ. I think and I think it'd be really cool. That'd be amazing. I think.
1: I think it's only a matter of time before we get some sort of coup in in, um, in Suzuki Goon. We showed signs of it in, in this year's G1 with Tachi kind of stepping up to the plate. I would absolutely give my RT for Tachi Goon. It's a hard choice because <laughs> they're both. That, that, and went over, that went over like tumbleweed. <laughs> I was expecting at least some reaction. do both like, what a dick.
2: <laughs> I was trying to process it. Has
1: I, 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 I those words just come out of his mouth?
2: <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen, though. It,
1: it's,
2: it's set up perfectly because obviously they're, um, they're Sabre and um, a Taichi are a tag, tag team at the moment. So it, it feels like the plot's already written that when Suzuki retires or when there's time for a shifting of the guard, it's going to be Taichi versus. Zack Sabre for, for for that position I could see Chi transition into a face more than I could see Zack Sabre Zack Zach Sabre just a perfect heel I think
1: he's, he's someone who you can easily detest Yeah, character he's yeah. so so good at it I'd, I'd, I'd actually worry if I saw Zack Sabre as, as like a, a face it'd, it'd just come off as so disingenuous
2: They would. And I'd really miss him saying, like, prick and wanker.
1: Because
2: it (laughs) it just pops me every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a a great pick. Uh, Two great Mount Rushmore's there. Um, Conrad, we need something from you now, sir. We need a a topic for uh, a future guest. What kind of a subject would you like to uh, hear a Mount Rushmore be debated about? Ooh. Uh, It's going to be the best wrestlers to wrestle for 1PW
3: well i could <laughs> but um i'm gonna go with one that's kind of like a bit more vague so i feel there's kind of like more kind of flexibility with it and that is um wrestling storylines that had a lot of potential but ultimately failed
1: oh right. um, so I do like that, that. that wasted yeah. storylines almost
3: Yes, like, um, kind of, like, either, like, they, they weren't wrong with it or kind of, like, um, with, like, some a lot of TNA stuff kind of failed because of, like, unforeseen circumstances, like, financially or whether, like, they just gave up on it. Um, that's anything along those kind of lines. I mean, you could literally just look back at the last couple of months of
1: WWE and come up with a man with of them <laughs> right there. Retribution, The Hacker, Uh yeah. Otis winning the mount, uh, the winning the bank. <laughs> there's, pl- there's plenty to pick, so yeah, it's a it's a great topic. And uh, there's uh, there's some that instantly come to mind. Obviously, the the famous ones like Nexus and the Invasion, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, it'd be cool to to find some like hidden, hidden. Well, say gems. Obviously, they weren't gems because they didn't they didn't go <laughs> But uh, some hidden like uh, storylines that that could have been so much more.
2: Yeah. It's a shame the WWE Network doesn't have that random feature yet.
1: Because <laughs> you could <can> just go. <laughs> can just press it four times and there are all your picks. <laughs>
2: There'll be something on that episode of Raw that started and never finished.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great topic, uh, Comrade. Uh, now tell everybody where they can find you on social media, where they can find the, the content that you do on uh, Chops, uh, Kicks, and Near Falls, and uh, any kind of a visionaries global media um projects that you're involved with
3: well um first the well, first and foremost you can find me on uh twitter at el compact um the visionaries global media project that i'm involved in um is of course the, the uh, sjp wrestling podcast <laughs> I'm, j- I'm joking to it before recording this um I only said I guess I appeared on it like well it was out today when um the t- well when we recorded this. So um it was but, yeah um you can follow Talk at Table, which is uh, obviously um yeah <laughs> but um yeah uh, talk at Table which is uh, obviously me and you mags and Matt Willis. Um we just it's a lot of rambling and ranting and complaining about wrestling. Um 17-year-old me should not have such a negative outlook on wrestling. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's always a lot of fun. So, um, so, yeah, follow that as well. And Chops, Kicks and Near Falls, I guess, um, which is at CK Near Falls. We've just passed 1,000 followers. So um, that's cool. So, yeah. And thank you both uh, for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Thanks.
1: It's a long time coming. It should have happened before now, and I'm sure it won't be. It won't be as long before you're back on on the show. It's been a yeah. I've really enjoyed it, and I I I didn't expect any less. to two of the best people I I know to talk New Japan. Uh, we so yeah. I'm really really happy with it.
2: Uh, same. I've really really enjoyed this discussion. It's been awesome,
1: Mister Tolle yeah your favorite time of the week when yeah, you definitely don't leave me any editing to do with a perfectly nailed outro every single time
2: oh, this is a really important one to get right because i'm sure we've got some new listeners tonight who are here because conrad's a lot younger a lot more talented and hip. <laughs> hip just more hip than us so if you are here for conrad and you like what you heard uh i'm gonna give you kind of six commandments to follow now um That'll make us very make us very happy and hopefully make you happier as well as listeners or Twitter users. So head over to Twitter. Um follow um Darren over at Dej Kirkby. He's a uh, known as Mags. You'll know you'll know him. Um follow me at Raincounter. Um and then head over to your podcast um, provider of choice and hit subscribe on Visionaries Global Media, um shooting the sports-ish, five nerds go. And of course, CheerShot Media Group, and that'll give you access to loads of different podcasts with our voices on, and loads of brilliant other voices in the in, in the wrestling fandom as well. Um, and of course, head over to um, CheerShot.com for all your hard hitting pro wrestling news and opinion. I um, hope you join us again next Thursday for another another look at Wrestling Mount Rushmores. Uh, stay safe, everybody, and always use your head.